0: Step into the world of advertising with FjorgeCast, predicting the most important trends in the advertising industry. Host Tim Barsness dishes on the latest developments within the advertising realm. Tune into the Cast to receive insider tips and advice from experts within the advertising industry. Georgecast is your first stop in hearing about the unique opportunities and challenges advertisers face today. Cranberry Radio is proud to present FjorgeCast, with your host, Tim Barsness.
1: Thanks for joining us on the Fjordgecast. cast. I'm Tim Barsness, founder of web and mobile development team Fjordge, and today on our show, we will be speaking with Brad Brenninger about his digital branding agency, agency, the Zinc Agency. Welcome to the show, Brad.
2: Hi Tim, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, how are you doing?
2: I'm really great.
1: Fantastic. Brad, can you tell us a little about your agency?
2: I sure can. So uh, we are in Toronto, Canada. Uh, We uh, call ourselves the Brand Agency for a Digital World. So we really focus in in three key areas, uh, branding, uh, digital, and video. Uh, And in those areas, we provide research, strategy, creative, and implementation of brand and marketing programs and campaigns. Um, We've really focused mostly on digital in in the last couple of years and we work with some some really strong clients like the canadian olympic committee uh we worked with them to build olympic.ca and we run it with them on an ongoing basis uh speaker spotlight one of the biggest speaker bureaus in north america and kind of those kinds of clients
1: and how did you guys get to where you are today
2: You know, we started um, about 12 years ago now. And when we started, we were more of a traditional agency. Uh, I came from more of a traditional agency background. I was a partner in another agency called Northern Lights, previous to starting Zinc. And my partner had a design firm. So we kind of brought those things together, started in a more traditional way. But probably about four or five years ago, we realized that, you know, traditional was going the way of the dodo and and digital was the way to... um, kind of be in the now when it came to agency world and, and really made the, the change and, and really focused very heavily on making sure that we could provide a really strong digital experience and a digital online presence for our, our. so that's kind of how we uh, got zinc up and running and how we've evolved uh, especially over the last four years
1: got it so you said um, focuses are branding digital and video um, how right. do you see those fitting together
2: you know it's interesting, um and it's interesting that we've kind of narrowed it down to those three things. I think that um, really brand it, it's all brand. At, at the end of the day, you know every way that an organization kind of goes out to the world and and whether it's online or or in traditional formats, it's all about their brand and trying to build that brand and make sure that they're building the right kind of presence. But, you know, we've added these other two things because, you know, when you say brand, not every organization today really sees the digital and online presence as part of the brand. I mean, they see it as part of the brand, but they don't really realize how important it is to um, being considered about the brand. So what we'll often say to organizations is that, you know, your social media channels, your website, your any apps that you might have, anything that you're doing builds your entire digital footprint. And that is probably the first foray into brand for most of your customers or clients today. So, you know, we, we tie digital back to brand um, in those ways. In addition to that, Video has been a huge thing over the last little while. We're working with several clients here um, where you know they're, they're moving from those more traditional things like articles or um, you know things that they used to do in a more print based format, and they're converting it over to video. And yes, the video is being run through the brand and yes, it's being run on the digital platforms. but it's distinct enough that by separating the three of them, it really helps our clients understand that we can deliver in all of those areas. Sure. Um,
1: so based on what you're saying, it sounds like, uh, your opinion is that the digital presence is the, makes up the brand. Is that a fair statement?
2: Um, I think, yeah, to a large degree it does, especially now. Uh, you know, I think it's still, there's still a lot of other ways that organizations connect with their clients or customers. Um, but really, if you think about it, you know, anytime you hear about, uh, you know, a, a new organization. The first thing you do is jump onto your phone, look up their site, and, and say, you know, what exactly do these people do? So, so I think that you know that initial connection. A lot of the time now is happening um, through your phone, and and that's your online presence. So, uh, so I think that it's it, it's kind of that initial doorway into the brand.
1: So you mentioned that um, the the initial impression or the first impression is oftentimes a digital impression. Right. Um, let's get into that a little bit. Um, what, how do you avoid losing somebody within, with, from that initial impression?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. The first thing you have to do is make sure that the experience in those first couple of seconds is a good one, <laughs> because people don't give you a lot of time anymore. Uh, so you need to make sure that you know that you're mobile optimized. Um, you need to make sure that um, you know your load times are, are quick and easy and simple. If you're providing the kind of service or product where people can buy it online, that experience that commerce experience has to be a great one immediately. Um, really, at the end of the day, if people don't feel like the experience of connecting with you is a good one, they're going to be gone and they're going to find somebody else where they feel the experience is better. So you really have to ensure that, that those initial connections are really working well.
1: Absolutely. Your prospects only have have as much patience as they seem to need you, I guess I'd say.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, if, if you're the exclusive provider of a particular product, you might have a little more leeway. But if, if you're in high, a high competition or a high commodity area, they'll be gone if you don't provide a great experience.
1: Right, for sure. So what made you get into the marketing field in the first place?
2: You know, I actually started in film and television and realized that I couldn't really make very much money doing that. Um, so, you know, I, I, I kind of made my way into, um, you know, marketing and and started in the kind of corporate video world. And, you know, video was very different uh, when I started out. It was a lot more about selling and, and filmmaking. And, and now it's more about short, sweet experiences that get the message across quickly, simply, and easily. Um, But at the time, you know, I was a lot more interested in working with organizations to tell the story of who they were. Um, And that's how I moved into the brand area. And, you know, it's really not very different than telling the story of a a person or an entity. It's really about you know, adding some personification to an organization, adding some values to an organization, adding, you know, their ethics, throwing in all of these different kinds of things that you would do with any other storytelling, um, and getting it across in a way that that people want to I- interact with it. So, so that's how I kind of came to it. And and you know, I have to say that you know, over the last twenty years that I've been doing this. It's really been something that I've enjoyed every step of the way, and it changes so quickly and so much that if you're not on top of it, um, you're kind of left by the wayside. So it's always challenging. It's always something new. It's always something fresh.
1: Definitely keeping you on your toes. Um, What's the coolest thing you've ever done in your career?
2: So. I've done a lot of cool things. Uh, I got to stand on a, a Mardi Gras float um, when I was a speaker at a conference quite a few years ago and throw beads out um, during Fat Tuesday, so that was fun. But I have to say the greatest thing that I ever did, I, had to go, I was working with a law firm and I needed to go present a new brand to all the partners, but the only place that they could all get together was in Iceland at their partner meeting. So I got to fly over to Iceland and, and you know, I spent three and a half hours kind of taking them through the brand. And then I spent the next three days just exploring Iceland and fell in love with the country.
1: Very cool. Was that before or after they b- built the bridge from Canada to Iceland? <laughs>
2: um, I think it was. I think it. Uh, there's no bridge from. Canada. Must have been. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. No. no All right, no. we
1: need to take a break. But when we come back, we'll be, we will be getting some digital branding advice from uh, Brad.
0: Don't go away. George Cast with Tim Barsness will be right back after a word from our sponsors.
3: Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrand. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports.
0: E-brands.
3: Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators.
0: E-brands.
3: Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators.
0: E-brands.
3: Let e-brands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1 866 625 5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands.
1: Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites like cars require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612 877 3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's
0: F-J-O-R-G-E, digital.com. Do you have
3: cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero, and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm.
0: A more refreshing kind of talk radio. Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with George Cash. Only on Cranberry Radio.
1: So I'm your host, Tim Barsness, and we are here with Brad of Digital Branding Agency, Zinc Agency. Brad, can you give us a couple pointers on uh, how you do your work so effectively?
2: Sure. Uh, I think that one of the most important things to us is really making sure that we deliver in two areas. And, you know, one of the things is always being creative in everything that we do. And, and by that, I don't just mean the look, but I mean the whole solution of anything that we're providing to our clients. So it's really about you know active listening and understanding and, and, and listening to all the stakeholders that will be involved in the process, whether it's the executive team or customers or employees or whoever it might be, kind of getting everybody together, understanding what needs to be done and then coming up with creative solutions on the best way to do that.
1: In doing that work there's a there's a balance between showing that you understand and actually understand understanding and obviously one kind of feeds into the other but how do you prioritize between making sure that the client knows that you understand and making sure that you actually are 100% confident that you understand
2: you know we never stop asking questions and i think that that's Probably one of the biggest keys to our success is that you know we don't just ask questions that first day when we're getting together with the client. We continue to ask, want to make sure that we're always understanding, you know, every step along the way. And the other big thing is to check in and and not kind of go off and create something and say, okay, here it is. (laughs) You know, we listened to the, you know. What you said in that two-hour meeting and, you know, we went away and spent four weeks putting something together and here it is. It's more along the lines of, you know, asking those initial questions, understanding what it is that they want, putting some ideas together, sharing those ideas with them, asking a few more questions, really going along in a way that allows the back and forth so that we can get to a solution that works for them um, and ensures that, like you said, that we're understanding it every step of the way, not just right at the beginning.
1: Do you ever run into a situation where you get resistance to answers to the questions you're asking?
2: Oh, absolutely. And and not even just resistance. Sometimes it's like, I don't know. (laughs) You know, so sometimes it's a little tough. You know, part of the reason that organizations hire an agency is because they're not exactly sure what they should be doing. So they are looking for you know, best practices. I don't always love that term, but they are looking for, you know, what others have done. They want to know, you know, what's kind of going on in the industry that they're in. They want to understand what trends are happening, what others are doing in, whether it's digital or video or brand or whatever it might be. Um, So you kind of have to bring all those things together. So I I don't think you can just kind of give them an uh, an empty page and say, okay, here's our five questions, go ahead and answer them. I think it has to be a little bit of a back and forth. So you ask the questions, they ask you a few questions back, you give them more information, they give you some information. I think it's, it's a conversation ultimately. And, and, you know, often they'll say to us, we just don't know this, or what do you think about this idea of it? So, so there's some consulting to it as well. Right.
1: Getting the I don't know response is a lot better than getting the I don't want to know response.
2: You're right about that. And, and you know, sometimes they, sometimes clients just say, look, you're asking too many questions or, or we don't want to answer that. You figure it out or whatever it might be. So it, it, it really depends on, on the situation and, and, and where the client's trying to go. Right. So
1: let's go a little deeper into branding. Would you say that brand really matters?
2: You know, it's it's an interesting question. I think that I think that brand matters to the extent that an organization is willing to stand for what they're offering. And by that I mean that if if a brand is just this surface based way of them trying to sell more product or or sell more of their services, then I think it it doesn't matter and people can see right through that. The one thing that's more important now more than ever is authenticity and this idea that you're not trying to be hosed or that you're that the organization's not trying to hose you into buying something that you don't want or need. So I think that you know where brands can really be of value, and where it really matters is when they try to create those connections with their with their customers and their clients, um, and and where they try to offer something of value, not just trying to make money. I mean, every organization has to make money; that's why corporations exist. But at the end of the day, if they if you don't have that connection with the client, then even if they do buy your product or your service, if they're not happy with it, they're going to be gone anyway.
1: Absolutely. The authenticity thing comes up over and over and over. Um, What what are some ways to create authenticity or to show that you are being authentic?
2: Well, first of all, you have to be authentic. (laughs) I think that's probably one of the most important ones is, you know, and and it's interesting. It's like when a client comes to you and says, okay, can you create a viral video for us? And, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's a similar kind of thing in that, you know, I think that, I think there's three things that are results. You know, the result is authenticity or, um, you know, realness is another way of putting it. Um, trust is a result. You know, often clients will say, well, you need to help us build trust. And, you know, the reality is, is that ultimately you have to build a product or a service that, that incites trust, inspires trust. Uh, you can't just Go out and say, "Okay, we have this product or service, and now we need to build trust around it." Um, and then, you know, the third one is is the value. You have to show these things, right? You have to show value. You have to show trust, and you have to show authenticity. And the only way that you can get those across is by actually being that way. You have to you have to believe in your product, you have to, or your service. You have to understand that whoever's using it. Um, you know, is looking for a particular outcome and what is that outcome going to be? And, and it's really that outcome that you're delivering and not the product or service itself. And and you have to stand behind it. If something goes wrong, you have to be willing to take the hit and say, you know what, let us fix that for you or let us do this for you. And I think that ultimately those are the things that build trust, that build authenticity and and you can't fake it.
1: Right. So back to branding, what does brand
2: mean to you? I think brand for us, really comes down to three things, um, and it's kind of what we've built Zinc Agency all around. And the first one is intent. So, what is your intent? What are you trying to do? And, and by intent, I don't mean to make money or sell products. By intent, I mean, you know, to to stand behind whatever product or service you're selling, to solve a problem, to help uh, a customer get something that they're looking for from whatever it is that you're that you're delivering. Um, so, building that right intent. The next thing is the connection. What's it like to connect with you? Is it easy? Is it easy to buy your product or service? Is it easy um, if something goes wrong? Is it easy for them to get onto your website, to understand what you're offering, to to purchase if they need to purchase online? And then the last one is the experience. What's the experience of using your product or service? What's the experience of your frontline folks who, who help, or who help you know your customers uh, manage their way through the organization, um, and making sure that that experience is a good one. So really intent, connection, and experience. Um, those three things ultimately are what brand is all about.
1: Absolutely. So if I wanted to stand out, um, would you recommend choosing one of those three, intent, connection, or experience, and trying to amplify one of them, or do you try and go after all three at the same time?
2: Well, I think you bring up a good point, Tim. I think that you might not be able to do, you know, fantastically at all of them and and get it all done in in such a way. So because I think it's a process more than anything, Um, I think you have to address all three. Um, You can't have you know, a crappy intent and expect that your connection and experience is going to be wonderful. So I think you have to address all three, but I think you can definitely focus in any one of those areas and and build more of a story around any one of them. Um, you know, ultimately, though, I don't think you can ignore experience. I think you can have an amazing a- intent and, and build strong connections. But if they there, people are just not going to stay loyal. They're not.
1: And what does a strong strong experience look like to you?
2: I think it depends on on what it is that the organization does or sells. Um, ultimately, though, I think that there are some key things. Number one is ease and simplicity. I think that you know every time an organization makes it difficult for a customer to um, work with them they run the risk of that person just walking away. So I think simplicity and ease is an important one. Um, and second is how you deal with things if, if things go wrong. Um, you know, if, if a product doesn't work or it needs to be replaced or, or um, you know, falls apart after the first day that a person has it, if you don't deal with those things correctly, there's just so much ability now for people to go to social media, to go to review sites, to go to, um, you know, places that they can post bad stuff around your brand that if you're dealing with it in a very, you um, authentic way and, and, and in a way that that says, you know what, we hear you and here's what we're going to do. People don't expect perfection, but I think that they do expect or they do expect some attention, um, but it doesn't have to be perfection. And, and I think that brands forget that sometimes. Um, you don't have to be perfect, but you do have to be available.
1: Absolutely. And, and showing that you're not perfect can sometimes show that your brand is human and your brand is thus authentic.
2: Yeah. And, and, and that's a, like you, what you were saying earlier, it's a great way to show authenticity to say, look, we were wrong. We're sorry that happened. Here's what we're going to do.
1: Right. So if you're, if your phone's been blowing up in people's pockets, maybe <laughs> let them know and you won't have every flight attendant in the, in the, in the continent. Um, exactly. Letting you know that you can't have it on the plane.
2: And And, and there you go. I mean, you know, not mentioning any names we all know the phone you're talking about but i was just on a plane last week and you know and they said if you're if you're carrying this brand of phone um you know turn it off put it away but no matter what you do tell us you have it because like the the amount of bad publicity that that gives
1: we'll come back we'll cover two stories uh and then we'll go through
0: don't go away George Cast with Tim Barsness We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors.
3: Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports.
0: eBrands.
3: Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators.
0: eBrands.
3: Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let e-brands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, cranberry radio is your new destination for education entertainment and engagement browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, itunes stitcher spreaker and google play don't worry you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm refresh your bookmarks today to cranberry radio at cranberry.fm
0: Content for your ears. And everything in between. Cranberry.fm Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with Fjord's cast Only on Cranberry Radio.
1: Welcome back to Fjord's cast I'm your host, Tim Barsness. And I'm our first um, in the current age. It says there are three solutions protect promote insights do you have on protect promote and evolve
2: well I think that you know first of all you have to protect the brand in in the respect that if you are caught in a, a maelstrom of of you know current events you really have to understand what it is that's happening and and I think that you know not mentioning anyone in particular but there's a lot of things politically going on right now where you know some brands have been attached to different points of view that are going on in the conversation and and I think one of the things you have to understand is that um, if your brand is attached to that you have to stand up and say this is actually who we are this is what we stand for and, and this is what we plan to do um, I think on top of that from a promote um, perspective, you have to find those organizations and those people that really mesh the right way with your brand. And, you know, anytime you're in an activist area, um, you know, you're dealing with very high passion. And, And one of the key things about passion is that passion can be wonderful for your brand, or it can really be a hindrance to your brand. And so you have to make sure that I think ultimately, you're not um, going out and, and tying your brand to any any particular organization or person who doesn't necessarily align with what your values as a brand are. So if you're choosing a spokesperson, let's say, and they have a very different set of values than what your brand stands for, you really need to reconsider whether that's the right spokesperson for you. Um, you know, and and we've seen it throughout history, you know, during the whole, you know, Tiger Woods um issue. And I mean he was a spokesperson for a lot of different brands. And, you know, the alignment between, you know, what was going on in his life and what the brand stood for didn't necessarily mesh. So, you know, that's where protection comes in as well, is that if you're connected to someone um, where the values aren't aligned, you know, you really have to step in and you have to say, you know what, we really respect this person, but we don't necessarily agree with this, and we're going to move on from it. So um, you can't, though, hide from things that go on in the world. You can't, you know, not have a spokesperson. You can't not, you know, choose an influencer. You cannot, um, you know, not say different kinds of things in social media. You have to sometimes take a stand. And, and, you know, during the Super Bowls, that weren't about the product or service that the organization provided, but more about how they felt and and how their values are politically in the world. And, And I think that, you know, that a stand for a lot of consumers, that says a lot about who that brand is and what that brand stands for. And for those brands that did those kinds of things, they were happy to say, you know what, we're not trying to sell a product or service. We're trying to say how we feel about what's going on. And we know that there's a lot of people out there who agree with us and those ultimately are going to be our customers. And so, you know, as the world changes and, and, you know the political climate and the social climate are different than they used to be. For brands to look to different ways of, of promoting or gathering customers, or or aligning with tribes that they may or may not been a part of before. Absolutely. Uh,
1: our second article today from Entrepreneur Magazine. Um, it's the five rules of effective copywriting, including uh, showing prospects what the task is, and they'll and what they really need to do is to be telling a story. Um, Brad, do you guys have any experience with, with copywriting? We do. And what do you know about what makes a copywriter effective?
2: You know, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, I think, and, and that's the whole storytelling idea. Um, people don't really respond to information. They respond to stories and, you know, even though no one wants to read anything anymore and they want it to be kept short and sweet. Um, you can still build a story around it, you know, kind of a an issue, um, a solution, and next steps kind of approach. And and I think that you know even in a in a really strong headline, you can do all of those things. So it's not about you know ten paragraphs that no one's going to read. It's really more about how are you going to get people on side quickly and really help what it is that you're providing as a brand. So
1: it's the same thing we were talking about earlier. You got to have that strong hook that catches people. Before you lose their attention, absolutely.
2: And and and, I mean, you know, Tim. Now more than ever, you have less and less time to do that.
1: Right. We need to wrap. Um, you can reach Brad and his agency at Zinc.ca. Um, Brad, can people find you on Twitter as well?
2: Uh, yeah, we're at. Uh, at Zinc Agency uh, and Zinc is spelled Z-Z-Y-N-C um, we say Z in Canada uh, I know it's Z in the US so Z-Y-N-C um, thanks for I translating suppose. for us yeah yeah no problem <laughs> well you know I just came over the bridge and <laughs> right
1: absolutely alright that's it for Fjord's thanks for joining us you can download episodes of our program by going to cranberry.fm or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud and iHeartRadio